Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Living Well with Janet, where we explore different health and wellness topics to enrich our ever-evolving personal practices. I'm your host, Janet. Wishing you all a very happy new year. I hope that 2023 has been treating you all well so far and that you've been treating it well in return. Naturally, it being the first month of a brand new year, I think that many of us are probably focused on our New Year's resolutions. And these resolutions usually include both behaviors that we want to start, but also those behaviors that we'd like to stop. Well, near the top of my personal list these past few years for behaviors that I'd like to stop or, you know, work on is my alcohol consumption. Especially after the last couple of years of COVID-driven quarantining, I know that I am not alone in this. According to Nielsen, there was a 54% increase in national sales of alcohol for the week ending March 21st, 2020, compared with one year before. And a national survey of U.S. adults found that excessive drinking increased by 21% during the COVID-19 pandemic. I also recently read an article in InStyle magazine that stated that the pandemic led to a 41% spike in heavy drinking, particularly among women. Given the aftermath of the last few years, I'd say that many of us have dry jan sitting pretty high up on our New Year's resolutions lists. But wait, before you empty those glasses completely... I want to share an alternative approach to dry jan. Not to be discouraging, but research shows that a third of people who attempt dry jan fail to make it through the whole month. And even if you are able to get through all of those 30, wait, is it 31 days in January? All of those 31 days, how many times have you tried to change any habit by cutting it out completely, only to have it backfire on you after the month ends? From personal experience, I can say that this is pretty true. I've done 30 days of sobriety. I've done three months. I've even done eight months. And though I've had success for that given period that I was going dry, even for, you know, a month to three months after that period, always, always without fail, eventually 
my consumption would ratchet back up and return to its previous levels. I have actually been quite surprised at how easily my tolerance goes back up even after eight months of dryness. Not only that, but when it comes to alcohol consumption, going cold turkey can actually be quite dangerous. Um, You can experience alcohol withdrawal symptoms. For myself, I have found that sometimes I experience really bad insomnia. And this can be the case for those of you who are used to having that glass of wine at night to wind down from a bad workday. For myself personally, I have experienced everything from insomnia because I was very used to having that glass of wine at night after a long workday to take the edge off and wine would help me get into sleep um, or even restless leg syndrome when I'm trying to sleep, which is that weird feeling that you get um, that's not quite pain and it's not quite itchiness, but you just feel like you're constantly needing to move around. So yes, going cold turkey sometimes can result in some pretty not-so-pleasant experiences. So instead of going dry this year, I want to share with you a new movement called Going Damp. Instead of forbidding alcohol completely and aiming for 100% sobriety, Going Damp focuses on moderation over abstinence, with the goal of making your new alcohol consumption behavior a sustainable lifestyle. Coined by TikToker Hannah Daly, a damp lifestyle is a semi-drinking lifestyle, one that involves AFDs, also known as alcohol-free days. Now, there are a number of ways that you can do this. You can set it up maybe per week. For example, deciding that you only want two days during the week where you allow yourself to drink. Or maybe you want to not drink at all during the weekdays and only limit drinking to weekends. Alternatively, you can look at it by the period of a month. Maybe you want to set a max number of days per month that you want to drink or on the flip side, a goal number of days in the month that you want to not drink. Another way to look at it is you can look at it from a year. Maybe you're someone who doesn't drink often and only during weddings or birthday parties, uh, but you've been feeling like you've been drinking on too many special occasions and want to limit the number of times you drink per year. In addition to looking at the number of days of alcohol you want in any given period, you can also think about on those days that you do drink, a max number of drinks that you want to aim for. A good approach that I found to setting general boundaries without being too strict is to determine two specific numbers. One is a total drink max, and two is a total dry days goal. And you can decide for yourself what that time period is, whether it's weekly, monthly, or annually. For myself, I look at weekly, so I'm going to set a weekly drink max and a weekly dry days goal. But before we get into more details on how to define your particular personal damp lifestyle, I want to zoom out and have us think of the bigger picture. I think for habits to truly stick and for effective long-term lifestyle changes, it's important to identify your motive. Why do you want to change your alcohol consumption behavior? What benefits are you seeking? Or what negative repercussions are you trying to avoid? Some examples that I found, um, and some of this may not be new information to you, but I do want to go over it just in case, is that when you reduce your alcohol consumption, you might see benefits in some of the following areas. One is your mental health. Since alcohol can affect your brain chemistry and therefore contribute to feelings of depression and anxiety, when you lessen the amount of alcohol you have, you'll likely start to see that your brain starts to work better. Going along with this, you might see an improvement in your sleep. 
Alcohol can actually reduce the quality of your sleep by reducing your REM sleep. And therefore, if you have less alcohol, you'll have more rested and refreshed mornings. Another thing that will improve is your skin. Alcohol is dehydrating, so the less alcohol that you have, the more hydrated your skin will be, the better circulation your skin will experience, and the less wrinkles you'll see in your skin. Another benefit is body weight. So for those of you with uh, workout goals or weight loss goals for the new year, you might want to think about your alcohol consumption. Alcohol actually stops your body from burning fat, and it impacts your body's ability to regulate hunger. So less alcohol equals more effective fat burning and hunger cues. And this one is one that I actually did not know about. Did you know that alcohol actually affects your libido? So if you drink less, you will likely notice an increase in your sex drive. And I would say also probably just generally more enjoyable sex, because I think we all know that when you've had a few drinks, sometimes it numbs out sensations. We'll just leave it at that. Basically, when it comes to your why, the deeper and more honest you get with yourself in this exercise, the better. I went over some pretty kind of basic top-level physical and mental benefits, but your why could be even, you know, just the idea of wanting to be more present for the people in your lives. Maybe you want to be more sober and tuned in for the time that you're spending with your aging parents. Um, Maybe that's getting a little morbid, but it's also pretty true. And, you know, you'll find that the more honest and the more um, deep you get with your why, the more effective it will be in helping you change your actions when things get hard. And things will get hard because changing behavior is not easy. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Okay, so now that we've thought through our why, let's get back to the how. Let's define what semi-drinking means to you particularly. So once again, going through those two numbers, think about your weekly, monthly, or annual drink max. That's the max number amount of drinks that you want to have in a given week, a given month, or a given year. And then secondly, thinking about your weekly or monthly or annual dry days goal. That's how many days in a week, month, or year you want to not have any alcohol in your system. Now, these numbers are going to differ for everyone, but as a form of reference, according to the CDC, a healthy amount of drinks per week is less than 8 for women and less than 14 for men. And moderate drinking is considered one drink for women and two for men in one night. 
Do with that information what you will. Like I said, it's going to be different for everyone. And if it makes you feel any better, my numbers are definitely not close to that range. When it comes to getting damp and leading a damp lifestyle, it can also be helpful to use a tracker app to keep yourself accountable. These tools can help you reach your goal over time, giving you the number of drinks that you should have over a given week to eventually hit your goal consumption rate. Here are some apps that I've tried out. One is Reframe. This is an app that really gets into the science of what's happening physiologically in your body as you lessen your consumption of alcohol. So if you're someone who is encouraged by learning about the science behind things, this could be a really great one for you. Another one is Sunnyside. Now, Sunnyside, just like Reframe, does track your alcohol consumption. um, And I find that it actually shows you a lot of very useful stats. So it actually shows you how much money you save, how much empty sugar calories you've avoided. So if you are someone who is very stats-driven, this could be a great option. They also offer you rewards. So if you're someone who's reward-driven, Sunnyside is a good, uh, Sunnyside could be good to try out. Both of these apps, Reframe and Sunnyside, have a community component so you can get support from others, whether that's through interaction or if you just like to lurk, which I do very often, you can actually learn a lot and gather a lot of useful information from reading their chats and the forums. Of course, it's always smart to consult a doctor when it comes to alcohol consumption. I am not a medical professional, and especially if you are coming from a high level of alcohol consumption, the ramifications of cutting back may be more severe. Uh, A professional can really help you figure out the amount to dose down and also recommend potential assistance in ratcheting down your alcohol consumption like sleep aids or even medications that will help with alcohol cravings. Now, I did not know that these existed until more recently, but did you know there are actually three FDA-approved medications to aid in the treatment of alcohol use disorder? One is a, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce these correctly, but a camprosate. The second is disulfuram, disulfuram, and the third is naltrexone. Um, So I think it's just helpful to know that these exist out there as options. And once again, please consult a doctor if that is of interest for you. Here are some other tips to help you achieve a more balanced relationship with alcohol. One, think about switching up your social activities. So instead of hanging out at night when going to a bar or a club is a very common activity and is often default, um, try scheduling daytime hangouts. Go hiking with your friends. Schedule a lunch instead of a dinner gathering. Grab coffee together. But when you do find yourself in situations where you're out and there's alcohol around, you can also turn to mocktails to supplement some of the drinks that you're having. Nowadays, there are so many non-alcohol brands and alternative drinks like alcohol-free beer and um, cocktails, or you can even go just super old school and do soda water with a lemon on top that looks like a vodka soda when you're out so people won't question you. Or you can add a splash of cranberry if for taste preference-wise you want a little extra flavor. You might even decide to visit a non-alcoholic bar for happy hour. I know in LA, we have a place called The New Bar, which serves a plethora of non-alcoholic cocktails and drinks, um, and it's on my list to visit this month in January. Lastly, the biggest tip I want to emphasize is to be compassionate toward and patient with yourself. If you slip, it's okay. Creating new habits are really hard. That's why there are so many books and articles and an entire industry of self-help that exists of people trying to figure this out. It often takes many tries before a new habit becomes second nature. 
So just expect yourself to slip up a couple of times and know that it's okay. You just have to keep going, keep trying, and be kind to yourself in the process because that's the best way that you'll keep going. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Living Well with Janet. Whether your goal is to just lessen the amount of alcohol you drink or eventually go completely sober, I think that going the damp lifestyle approach allows us to develop healthier habits and a better chance at achieving sustained lifestyle change. I know it's almost the end of January, so if you started out this month going completely dry, or maybe you tried to, maybe you can set a goal to make February a damp month. And also, if you have any favorite non-alcoholic drinks, I'd love it if you would share it in the comments. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a water drop emoji in the comments of this IG post. Once again, this is your host, Janet. I can also be found on Asian Boss Girl, the podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman with my good friends, Helen and Mel, who are also hosting their own shows, which you can catch on the same feed, new episodes every Tuesday. You can follow ABG on Instagram at Asian Boss Girl and me, Janet, at Janet W. That's Janet, the word double, and the letter U. 